Greetings, people of Earth. My name is Rob Wheeland. My pronouns are he, him. I am an author, game designer, and professional nerd. Tonight, I am the host of Theater of the Mind Players, your friendly local actual play show. Flaps. No. Ha! <laughs> uh, we are uh, playing the game City of Mist by Son of Oak. Uh, game studio. Normally, this is where everybody would show off the book, but we just have the one for now. Um, uh, it is a game of ordinary people and legendary powers. It is a uh, low-level fantasy slash superhero uh, game uh, set in a strange city where uh, some of the people there uh, who uh, have come to be called Rifts have uh, started to channel the powers of uh, heroes and creatures of legend and uh, this goes, this game is a mystery game where they uh, investigate why that happens and also the intrigues of all of these uh, powered people throughout the city uh, if you uh, have not seen us play this before this is actually the s uh, third episode that we've done uh, in this, we recommend that you check out uh, the Pied Goodbye as our first episode um, uh, so that way you'll get a chance to see these characters from the beginning uh, and, you know, figure out their, their stories. Although you are, of course, as always, uh, allowed to watch this show if you just really want. If this is your first uh, experience with us. Um, if you want to uh, go deeper into uh, our character creation process, you can subscribe to our Patreon, uh, where we have all of our session zeros uh, for... Uh, general uh, listening purposes. Um, we've gotten a couple of comments uh, on our YouTube videos of like, I wish you guys did session zeros and we do. Um, but uh, we would uh, love for you to become a friend of Pat Rayon uh, to, to watch them. So um, let's have everybody uh, go around, introduce yourself, uh, introduce your uh, character and each character in uh, city of mist is split between their logos, which is their sort of normal mundane life, and their mythos, which is their uh, legendary monster slash monstrous self. Uh, so uh, lay all that out for uh, our uh, viewers slash listeners. We really need to come up with a with a general term that encompasses both viewer and listener. Uh, our players, our tempers. No, I, I don't. We don't like. I don't need uh, like a tricky term. I mean, just like no. Uh, uh. We'll workshop this. No. Um, so let's go around the table and have our players introduce themselves, um, what character you're playing, and the two halves of that character. Right? I should say two parts. Um, every main character uh, in City of Mist it has a logos, which is their. Uh, mundane life and role in the city and their mythos, which is the legend that they've tapped into to gain powers and abilities beyond mortal ken. Uh, so, let's begin with our very special guest mind player. Hi. <laughs> yeah, that's you. That is me. Hey, that's me. Um, I'm Jenny Higgins. Uh, she, her. I am a brewer of beer and maker of small animations, and today I will be playing Dorothy Troy, who in uh, on the logo side is an aspiring investigative journalist, and on the mythos side is Cassandra from Greek myth, cursed with the, with the sight. 
The sweet. The sight. <laughs> the sweet. All right, let's but move on. But not the belief. Yeah. <laughs> let's move on to our next mind player. Hi, everybody. I'm Jordan Fishburn. She, her. Uh, today, I am bringing you Vanessa Lake, who on her logo side is a pretentious art photographer, um, but on the mythos side is Loch Ness Monster. That's... <sighs> So bad, which is why I'm not doing an accent for this character. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little yeah. bit of the lach, and then it lost everything else. Yeah, and I, I, like, I, I felt kind of Toddy just yeah. immediately tense up. <laughs> Lil French. Jordan. Let's move on to our next mind player. Hi, I am Sarah Babe, she, they, and I am playing Haley Jones, who is a fantastic hairstylist. Uh, by day and by not day is Medusa. All right, let's move on to our next mind player. Hi, I'm Ethan Eichstead Anderson, he, him, and I'm playing Christopher Clausen. Who, uh, my, my logos is a, uh, a detective, and my mythos is Santa Claus. That's so <laughs> <laughs> I love hate it. I am very excited to come up with a very clever name for your spotlight episode. I I, I don't know what it is yet, but I'm it, it's going to be like that fat red bastard. Or something. <laughs> uh, let's move on to our next mind player. Hi, I am Tawny P. Thompson. She hers. I am an actor and fight choreographer here in Milwaukee. I am playing Tawny Barnes, a.k.a. DJ Night Owl. Um, and my mythos is just kind of like the general um myth and legend of owls in various cultures all right so um this is ostensibly a mystery show um because uh the the players are uh investigating mysteries about the city about themselves um and it uh, takes a lot of cues from uh detective fiction and film noir uh which is why every episode begins with a monologue um from the from the person who is in theory the the focus of the show now um that's how i write it but uh the uh, the game that i have in mind and the game that the players have in mind often meet in the middle for the game that actually happens uh but without uh, further ado uh let's uh, i will cede the floor to tony p thompson uh, to uh, deliver her best uh noir opening monologue Jordan, you nerd. <laughs> <clears throat> that's more of a that's, that's more of her West Side Story oh, yeah. monologue. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the soothing sounds of WMST. It's DJ Night Owl taking you through the graveyard shift. I'm here to smooth your feathers, ease your burdens, and get you into the groove. Whether you've been part of the Parliament from the beginning, or this is your first time in the dark of the night with me, I'm here to tell you all about what I see in the city. This is a city of strange combinations, modern and classic, night and day, fire and rain, liquid myth and concrete needs. It comes together every day and pulls apart every night. When the sun goes down and the lights come up, this city puts on a new mask. You can feel the beat of your feet on the street like a heartbeat, traffic winding like blood cells. She's alive at night and it's not hard to fall in love with her. The city is a jealous lover if you're not careful. She's frequently kind and suddenly cruel. Even if you know the danger, even if you resist her kiss, she'll take your heart one way or the other. 
If you don't give it willingly, she'll carve it out of your chest. That's what happened to me when I first got here. Someone in one of those glass towers made me feel like Rapunzel for a day, a week, a year. And then out of the tower I went. I whispered to the city to give me wings and let me fly into the night. And that's what she did. She guided me to this very perch where I tell you all about the highs and lows of how this place works. I hope you greet the city with a warm embrace tonight, my parliament. She needs to feel your love or she'll leave you out in the cold. That's why we're kicking off this hour with open arms from Journey. My ears, my eyes, and my lines are open, babies. Send out that call in the night. So imagine that monologue drifting over a um, a montage of you know the of, of the of the city at night, of neon signs flickering to life, of uh, people huddling in in uh, brashly lit doorways. Um, and uh, we. We start with DJ Night Owl uh, ensconced in her her recording booth as uh, you know music softly plays in the background, um, and there is a not a knock. Um, there, uh, the your your programming director, um, a man by the name of Brave Benny Brave Any uh, relation to Bridget? That's a different show. Um <laughs> you know there, there's there's the big window that you can look through um and he signals to you like he wants to talk to you. Uh so he goes around um, and kind of gives you the customary five seconds to, you know, not to make sure that everything Click. is, you know, off. He opens the door and he says, um, he walks in with a big smile on his face and says, uh, Tawny, it's so good to see you. You're, uh, I, 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 I love, uh, I love that opening. It was amazing. Like I can understand why so many people like look look at the look at that look at that. And he he gestures to the phone as the uh, the the requests are calling in. This this is why you're such an important part of our organization. I'm sensing a but here in this conversation, BB. Well, it's maybe more of an and. Um, uh. We need you to do a remote this morning, and I know that that that's a pretty long shift. But uh, the the DJs that we had uh, that were going to do the remote are unable to do it. I'm I'm you know just take a wild stab and say that Huey and Mewy called in because they were hungover. No, not hungover. They're 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 still recovering from uh, that. Um, uh, apparently, uh, the, the, uh, Huey didn't realize that he was allergic to the raspberry jello that he was wrestling the midgets in, <laughs> and uh, so he, he he's he's unable to, to to make the call. And we 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 need you to to, to step up and do so jello shots. No, no, it, mm -hmm. it was it was wrestling. It was it was dwarf wrestling, and probably also though the jello shots. Why would you eat the jello that you were wrestling in? Have you met him? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but we but Tawny, 
you would be doing me an immense favor if you were to do this this remote. Like, it's going to be the easiest remote ever. It's at a bank. You're sending me to a bank. Yeah, we're doing we're doing some kind of uh, well, the station is doing some some sort of you know mortgage promotion, and they they just want you to be broadcasting. You know, like come check out. Get a get a new. I don't know. It's, a, this is okay, okay. the business right. manager's deal. Put a Red Bull in my hand. Like now, I'll go get you one right now. Okay, and I'll do it. Okay, that's out of the, the thing. You already have wings. <laughs> but, she, but she doesn't have a Red Bull. Exactly. <laughs> um, I roll, but you can't see it. <laughs> uh bb comes back with with the red bull and and, and and he even like he's he got he got a paper towel from the um <laughs> the break room and is like uh shall, sh- shall i check the vintage for you perfect yes thank you is this a 97 uh I, <laughs> he he grabs the um the pull tab and pops it and then he like wiggles it off and is like yes <laughs> perfect perfect yes <laughs> Um, we cut to Ethan. Ah. <laughs> um, if when you visit a uh, a fellow officer in the hospital, what do you bring to them? Donuts. I, are you allowed to bring? I mean, do you care? <laughs> You're the police. Then probably cookies. <laughs> oh yeah, some you nice bring cutouts. You bring cookies. Nice, yeah, some cutouts and milk. Is is are the cutouts shaped like a syringe and oh. a roll of bandages? No, they're police officer cookies. Yes, yeah, they're badges. But you're in a hospital wearing bandages and yeah. <laughs> and bandages. They're gingerbread cookies that are decorated to look like police officers. With various like injuries. Yeah, with various <laughs> injuries. Okay, that's all I cared about. <laughs> Had to be thematic to the hospital. <laughs> You're here uh, to see Officer uh, Stephen Latinsky, who was wounded in the line of duty. And this is something that you... I, well, I'm assuming this is something that you do fairly regularly because you're kind of the chief morale officer of the force from what we've established so far. So describe uh, your character making his way into the, the hospital. Uh, because he's been here a lot, he's basically calling all the nurses by name as he passes and waving at them and saying hi, asking them how they're doing, handing out the extra cookies as he goes. You know. Those are the nurse cookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a separate separate box. <laughs> It's like the cop box at the top, the nurse cookies at the bottom. Yeah. Just hand them out as they go along. Um, you want, like, character description or just, like, how he's entering? No, just, yeah. just set the scene. Okay. We've already got the character description from uh, the first couple of episodes, so go check those out. Yeah. Also, if you can't figure out what a cop who is also Santa Claus looks like. Yeah. Use your I mean, imagination. Yeah. It's, yeah, a game, it's, the a, Santa Claus. it's a game of imagination. There are AIs out there. You can do it. <laughs> so they'll be like fan with like half a melty face. And uh, he's basically looking in every room, 
telling people to get better as he walks along, <laughs> you know. Um, hope you're doing well. <laughs> God, I can't believe I married you. <laughs> oh, I can. Um, you. So you've been here a lot. Yes. Which means that if if something was different, you'd notice, right? Yes. Well, um, one of the things that you notice uh, as you walk past the, the vending machines, which are like right by Officer Latinsky's room, um, is you notice uh, Detective... Stan Monroe is uh, is heavily staring at the um, vending machine, trying to figure out what he wants. This is this is something that you note because Monroe is one of the close associates of Captain Bartell, the other rift on the force, whom you note to be. Connected to the mythos of Krampus. Certain. What do you do? Uh, so, so Stan, what are you doing here? No. If it isn't uh, jolly old, uh, the jolly old elf himself. Jolly old Saint Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We'll run that back. <laughs> uh, if it isn't the jolly old Saint Dick. <laughs> How's it going? Do you want a cookie? I got some extras. Do I look like I want a cookie? <laughs> You're looking at a vending machine of snacks, so yes. <laughs> no, I don't burn. want a cookie, alright? Well, then that limits your options. What are you doing here? One of my guys are in here. Figured I'd stop in. Oh, Give him some cheer. One of your guys, huh? You guys got yours? We got mine. Was that how it goes? Apparently. <laughs> so who so who are you working for, huh? Goodness. <laughs> well, you're talking about my guys. I didn't think you ran with a crew. I thought you were too good to moonlight. The the force is a crew. As long as we're on the right side. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I, you, I I heard you really you really want me to think that you're peddling this Boy Scout bullshit. Also these cookies. <laughs> All right, well, you, why don't you have a a, a nice day and just forget you ever saw me, all right? Oh, I remember. What's your game, Clawson? I I do enjoy craps. (laughs) Is that a popular reindeer game? Lost a couple canes on, uh... I'm in in for a couple gums rots to Rudolph. (laughs) 
down a cup of gallons of milk to Mrs. Claus if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm into blitzing hard for some oats. <laughs> It's all Christmas episodes. Like this whole run is going to be. There's just so much material. It really is. Oh, God, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to be Monroe walks past you aggressively. Like he kind of does like the, the, the shoulder butt thing. And, and I think he. Well, when he does, he's going to knock over one of the, the boxes of cookies. Oh! <gasps> Okay. That son of a bitch. Are you going to try to resist that, or is you just going to let it happen? I am going to let it happen, but I also want to basically, as I'm picking up the cookies, try to watch and see where he goes. Okay. As a way of like tracking him without being obvious about it. Okay. So I think uh, that means that you are. Looking to uh, invest to uh, observe here. Now that means that you can make either the investigate move or the look beyond the mist move. The difference between the two is investigate is exactly what it sounds like on the tin. You are using your eye meets to notice clues, um, whereas looking beyond the mist means that you are. Opening up your your mind to the powers that uh, you have contained as, as part of your mythos. I feel like this is probably just a simple investigate role, but I want to present you the options uh, in case you want to tr- get things weird right off the bat. Uh, or uh, also to uh, educate people uh, who are consuming the show as to how they the game rules work. I'm going to do the uh, the normal stuff. Okay. And I like to use tags. Uh, yes. So in City of Mist, um, your character has four theme books with each with which each have tags. And when you make a roll on a move, uh, you collect the tags that you think will be uh, most appropriate to use. Um, so what tags do you think work here? Uh, classic detective. Yep. Um, I'd like to use familiar with every scam in the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah made a face. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, can I use what people want? Cause well, I assume he wants. wanted to distract me with the knocking over cookies. I'm going to say no on that okay. one. So there's plus two. There's plus two. Are there any negative tags that you think apply here? Nope. Okay. So roll plus two. Uh, roll 2d6. Add plus two. Tell me what you get. Eight. Okay. So, uh, this game runs very similarly to many of the powered of the uh, powered by the apocalypse games that we've played, um, such as masks or. Um, What's on, uh, Brundlewood Bay is another one. Uh, you roll 2d6, and if you get a 6 or less, that's a miss. That usually means I get to do something uh, fun and challenging. If it's a 10 or better, uh, that is a hit, which means that the, the player generally gets what they want. If it's a 7 to 9, that means we both get a little bit. Um, little column A, little column B. So, 
Um, oh, you get clues equal to your power, which is the, the number that you added to the D10. So you get two of them. And you get to ask a question about the subject of your investigation. Um, and they must either give you a straight answer or a solid lead. Um, but on a seven to nine, I can choose one of these three things. Uh, your investigation exposes you to danger. The clues you get are fuzzy, incomplete, or part true, part false. Um, whoever or whatever you're asking, the questions can ask you one uh, as well. Uh, you answer on the same terms. So ask your questions and I will reveal the... Uh, what room did he go in? Uh, well, he took the elevator... Um, but it stopped on the uh, eighth floor, which you know is uh, where they have like private rooms or like one for persons. That usually means that the client is wealthy or connected or something like that. Do I know which nurses normally work up there? Nice. Nice. Um... You do. Um, the the nurse that's usually on staff right now is named Beatrice. Um, but she would be the first to tell you that unless you have a very unless you have like a concrete reason to go up there that she won't let you. She would be able to let you just wander around looking for this guy. Okay. Um. I will tell you that uh, the, your investigation is, exposes you to danger because um, Monroe is going to make a phone call to the person that arranged for uh, his job this evening, uh, and that person's name is Ivan Drago. It happens every time. Every time you are actually sleepy enough and relaxed enough to go to bed. The typewriter starts up. Damn it! Now, since you've recovered your typewriter, has that changed any of your processes for like where you keep it, what you do with it? At night, I keep it in the closet underneath an old comforter and a bunch of pillows and um, a spike trap. Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I shut the door and I still hear it. There's nothing that I can do but I, to get it to not hear it. It's like it just clicks directly in my brain. Telltale typewriter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That cursed typewriter. Um, but I can't. Well, I don't. I don't have a car that I could put it in the trunk. I don't have a yard that I could bury it in a pit. I'm sure you have neighbors who are like, she's up typing again. It's three in the freaking morning. All this it. And I don't see a book. <laughs> I don't see any articles. I don't see. And it's like, but it's uh, probably one of those mechanical keyboards that you use with your computers nowadays. 
All the kids are using them. Yeah, yeah, all the kids. They're out there with their TikToks and their hula hoops, mechanical keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to respond better when you're gaming. What do you know about gaming? The last I you the last time you did any gaming we, was when I took you bowling for our third date. I read an article in the newspaper. Apparently, you woke up your neighbors. <laughs> Paper thin walls. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Kavinsky. Oh, look. Now we sound like we argue all the time. Only, only when, we only argue when you say something dumb. Uh, I only argue when you say something dumb. Well, then maybe you should start by not saying something dumb first. I close myself in the closet with the typewriter. <laughs> it's the one place they can't hear you. Mom, Dad, stop. But I also don't want to be too far away from it because that's, you know, because who knows what the hell's going to happen next. It's my millstone. I'm so sorry. I love you. I, I know, baby. I know. I know. Uh, and I shut the door. I turn on the lights. And I look. I unbury the typewriter so I can get the paper and start the white noise machine. Yeah. <laughs> You're my little gutter ball. Oh. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel like if, if this show gets popular enough, we're going to just have to do, like, a City of Mist stories where it just follows around, like, those guys a and Huey and Mooie and the O'Jingles. Oja and the O'Jangles. And the O'Jangles. You're my 10th round turkey, sweetie. <laughs> Your typewriter has asked you a question. Well, at least you think it is, because it ended with a question mark, but it's kind of more of a phrase. ALS? ALS? Like, hmm? ASL. 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 We all still got the yeah. joke, though. Because yeah. <laughs> we were all of a certain age. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's... That never happens. This is new. Because usually new. I'm asking... And it's cryptic, and then I swear at it, and then it doesn't type, and then it does it really slow, and it's it's kind of a bitch. But what do you want? The what question, does it say? The question is, hospital or bank? How is a raven like a writing desk? <laughs> <laughs> Because Poe wrote on both. <laughs> because both the notes lie very flat. What, are you Are you trying to choose other careers for me? Because you are definitely not helping me be an investigative journalist. I'm going to start pulling your keys out. Hospital or bank? Hospital or bank? I don't know. Um, hospital. That's where the story will end. Uh oh. Should have picked the one that doesn't have a morgue in it. Oh crap. What time is it? Um it's just uh breaking dawn here in the city. 
Good thing it's not breaking bad. <laughs> I don't have time to learn how to make meth. I'm trying to figure out my typewriter. <laughs> uh, maybe another career choice. Shit. I'm going to go get some coffee. Okay. So, what do you do in the morning? Vanessa doesn't wake up in the morning. <laughs> she wakes up normally around 1 p.m. Okay. She has very late nights. But if she is up in the morning, she probably didn't go to sleep. Well, what if you had a, a strange dream? Ah, then I do think she would probably wake up, especially if she didn't want to go back to bed. She's making. This is the first time that I've that I've led with Jordan actually having a dream, as opposed to just doing the scene. <laughs> yeah, it's like... making me nervous, honestly. <laughs> but she's uh, Vanessa is in her kitchen making herself a full organic cappuccino from a very expensive espresso machine. Yes, with you know milk that was brought in from organic cows that are locally sourced in the nearby neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And Non-GMO rice milk. She goes like once a year and picks all her own coffee beans so that she can say that she's not taking advantage of farmers <laughs> <laughs> in the coffee industry. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so it's it's like a it's like a a human experience every single time she makes herself a cappuccino. <laughs> She's documented this. You obviously. raise your own cats that eat the beans so you can have that nice <laughs> Oh sip the civet coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like honestly, that sounds like a really nice experience. <laughs> <laughs> but she does it do you know how much money she spends on her private jets and the CO two commission? Emissions oh. that she has from going all around the world to do this, right? Even okay. to a greater than yeah. Taylor Swift, yeah, <laughs> right. On okay. a scale of Taylor yeah. Swift, how bad are you for the environment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, when do you notice that there's somebody in your apartment? Hmm. Land, mm-hmm. make sure to make that a. a, a <laughs> <laughs> you know. I feel like she's usually so well hidden that she doesn't even think to look. Okay. So I say she completely makes her coffee. She goes about her entire routine that she usually does when she wakes up. She's about to kick back and look at her. um, She has like a full, not a full, like a large uh, waterways of the world diagram that's like a map, except it's all water. (laughs) focused so it's like pacific ocean in the middle and everything else right because right. that's the biggest one uh <laughs> so she usually looks at that in like contemplation but i imagine like she's going over there and like just then she's like about to get to her one recliner that she has sitting in front of this wait didn't she have the Mannequin couch? No, that that was the gallery. That was in my gallery. Oh, the gallery. Okay. <laughs> no, that's here. Okay. I have been asking people for weeks because I couldn't remember who made that joke. <laughs> I've been asking like two or three different like groups. I'm like, did we make the joke about the mannequin couch? And the last people I asked were like, 
Excuse what? me, what? <laughs> the, what? No. the horror couch. <laughs> and they're like, uh, we need to talk about this later. I'm like, oh, I was just kidding. Ha ha ha. Like, oh, never mind. What? <laughs> and I imagine that's when she catches sight. She's about to sit in her like one recliner in front of this display wall. and Which is when you sit on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Are you dressed? Whoa, hey. <laughs> Sorry, I did. You probably didn't see me here. I, she, I apologize. She stands up and she looks back behind her and she goes, I didn't invite anybody over this morning, right? No, Starts I. Looking I, at I, her decal. <laughs> I just. No, I, I, I let myself in. I, I heard you were, you were looking for me. And you, you look back to see uh, whose lap you briefly grazed. And. Uh, they're wearing uh, a dirty zip-up coverall, like you would wear as like a sanitation worker, but then sprouting out from the uh, hands and neck are fur, uh, and uh, a a a fur-covered head uh, with a, with a human-ish face. Is Clash. this Bigfoot? I. You know, I got that name in college, and I really, like, <laughs> I prefer Sasquatch. Sasquatch. I am so sorry. Actually, here, and I I grab uh, one of the cryptonymous cards to give to him. Uh, I actually was looking for you, because uh, we have, uh, you know, a, a social group that has a, a hard time with connecting with other people you could say yeah i get that we are, we don't feel seen it's like we we don't feel truly envisioned by the public and i wanted to make sure you know you had a chance to meet with like-minded individuals like myself no i yeah that's actually kind of what i came here to to to, to talk to you about yeah um do you mind if Do you mind if I stand? Oh, of course. He, of course, graces his head on the, yeah. the, the ceiling. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. Do you want a drink? Uh, yeah, just some black coffee. Black coffee. I got some good stuff for you. <laughs> I go and start just and sh- yeah. <laughs> Cut Americano. to him being like, <laughs> this tastes like. Somebody once mentioned the word coffee and briefly brushed it with the concept of a bean. Thank you. That's exactly. <laughs> I love the appreciation that I get for my work. Thank you. No, I, I'm 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 here because um. Well, I I have some bad news for you. Oh, okay. I best sit. I best sit down, and I. Sit back in my recliner and see you back. <laughs> you may speak. <laughs> well, I have to be able to tilt back to look at her. So no. <laughs> You're the only one. The only what? The only cryptid? I, no, you're right here in front of me. I'm not, though. They're They're just letting me out so I can visit you. And let you know that you should you should ask you should you should get a different hobby. Who who let you out? Oh, they call themselves the the gatekeepers. 
I'm the key master. They're the ones in charge of the city, and they don't they don't like our kind wandering around because they don't think we belong here. And really, they don't know how you got here. And I'm afraid that if you keep asking these questions, they're going to come and try to figure out why you're here. So who else, who else they got? These gatekeepers. They keep Mr. Mr. Sasquatch down. Well. They got the Kraken? Chupacabra? They better not have Mothman. It's hard. It's hard for me to remember. I went. I got. They brought me in. They took my, they, they, they took my mask. Oh. And then. I just remember being part of a. I don't know. Like a, like, like in a cloud. Like I found, like I found the mask in the trash. And that's when I realized that I was different when he says mask do i know what he's talking about um same role as, as ethan actually you can investigate here and try to puzzle it out or if you want to stretch out your powers you can look beyond the mist make it weird hmm I don't feel like my logos really helps here, really. Uh, I'll stretch out my powers. You're going to look beyond the mist? So yeah. uh, make that make the investigate move here. Okay. But instead of choosing tags, mm -hmm. you add the number of uh, mythos um, cards. cards you have. I have two mythos cards. Okay, so add plus two. We're going purple dice for this one. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, so that is seven. Okay. So you get to ask two questions. And I will give you the answers. But because you got a seven to a nine, um You're gonna get dangerous. I get to mess with it. What is the mask that Sasquatch is talking about? You can you can see it as he as he's talking. It, 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 it's it's like everything else in your apartment fades out, and you start to focus on this mask. And it's a cheap plastic Halloween mask. The one that has like the, the elastic white elastic cord made out of plastic probably comes with a a, 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 a a plastic wrap costume that has a picture of the thing that you're supposed to be rather than trying to match up with the, the head of it. And it is in a very secure location for some reason. A lot of 
concrete and metal like if you had to guess you'd maybe say it was like a bank vault mm. and the gatekeepers he mentioned were the people who run the city is mm-hmm. that common knowledge no okay why would i what would i think the gatekeepers are trying to accomplish by grabbing these guys like a stealth force if they call themselves the gatekeepers they're probably working for somebody mm-hmm. and maybe that somebody is somehow connected to whom or what turns people into rifts. Okay. Got it. So in, in, in talking with, with, uh, with the Sasquatch here, you're wondering if, if they're keeping the cryptids out, maybe they don't want, cryptid rifts for some reason prejudice <sighs> okay chris yep <laughs> cryptids okay. okay 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 all right so mr sasquatch they sent you to tell me this Or you just have, you know, a little day off and decide to pop on by. All right, I I, I might have told a, a slight fib. He sets down the the, the cup. Dink. <laughs> I found a way out. Of the facility you've been at, or the city. Where they're keeping me. All you, all you got to do is, 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 is get that mask and, and, and put it on somebody and, 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 I'll, and I'll get out. And if I'll get out, I'll help you get, get the other ones out. You just, you just got to get the mask. It's, it's, in, it's in the First National Bank vault. They're, they're, they're keeping it with, with some of the other... And he, before he can finish that sentence, is violently pulled back across your apartment into uh, the the uh, door uh, in in w- w- into the doorway that leads into your bedroom. Except there is a swirling purple mist there that just that reaches out and envelops him before he can finish his sentence and. You, what do you do? Is he, like, still being enveloped, or is he in the doorway? He he is in the doorway, and the mist has started to just fall away, and you can see your bedroom beyond. I walk up to the door. I close the door. <laughs> and I go dial my phone. <laughs> <laughs> we call it. Um, 
I think out of all of the people that I've been talking to so far, I've spent the most amount of time with Clausen, Dusa, and Cassandra. Because you and Peter went off and you got ha- shot. You had your, your, your gunshot adventure. <laughs> yes, and- yes, we did. Let's um, let's have it be uh yeah, Dusa to I'll call you because you seem the most fiery one. And while I'm very calmly handling the situation, I feel like probably a little bit more passion would be helpful in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drama queen. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you are waiting in line at the bank to make your uh your deposit for uh your salon. What's it called? Oh quaff. Quaff. And your uh, your phone rings. You look down, and it is Blake, Vanessa. What's up, Vanessa? Hello. So, um, I've had an interesting uh, before noon today, <laughs> and it's called morning, darling. Yeah. You you also. <laughs> realize that you've lost a little bit of time because it is not like the like when you got up to make your your drink it was in the dead of the night and it is now morning yeah which is uncomfortable uncomfortable for me Uh, (laughs) yeah cryptid dealing with lost time who'd have thunk it um so uh i just had a friendly acquaintance get pulled in through a portal transported into an unknown location this morning and um seems like something to be a little bit in a tizzy about figured figured i'd give you a call do you uh know anything about the first national bank by chance well i'm at the First National Bank right now. Wonderful. I will be right there because apparently there's something being kept in a secure vault underground and it's probably a really good idea to have a quick bank heist today, potentially. Oh, Is that something we should call the others for or is this something do you think me and you can get through? I mean, we don't want to call Clausen about it. He's a freaking cop. Do you think he'd snitch on us? He's Santa! The lady in front of you looks behind. (laughs) He plays Santa at the mall. (laughs) Interesting hobby, but I think in this circumstance, (laughs) there's something about uh, my, my cryptid folks being kidnapped into a secret underground organization that i need to break into a bank about oh the hell well it's probably being kept in Uh... get here okay i'll be right there okay i have to switch to my cell phone anyways because i called you on the rotary sorry (laughs) i'll be right there rotary oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so you you bip off your phone and are like, okay, well that's weird. And then you lock eyes with DJ Night Owl as she is is sending down uh um some uh remote radio equipment. 
Lock lenses. <laughs> <laughs> for, for for our podcast listeners, uh, Sarah just put on her own Medusa e glasses, and we're all wearing my sunglasses at night here um, this <laughs> the during the day. I blatantly ignore her, but like, okay, no, I phrased that wrong. I don't blatantly ignore her. I blatantly do not speak with her, but I keep my eyes locked on her while I perfectly set up all of my equipment without looking at it. <laughs> I'm drinking my fucking latte. Roll Dex plus angry latte drink. <laughs> I'm fixing my fucking lipstick. <laughs> I'm screwing the microphone onto the base. I'm plugging in the XLR cable. I'm playing Wordle. <laughs> or whatever that game is. Should I arrive now? <laughs> okay. No, because while these two are are uh, mean mugging each other, <laughs> um, look at what the intimidate rules are. <laughs> um, what they what so in between very pointedly putting on their glasses and drinking their lattes and oh no, my glasses never well, came she off. She did, right? Out, I did, and like plugging in microphones and setting up things. What they don't notice are the. Uh, men dressed in black with ski with uh, ski masks, except they're like knitted, like um, like like uh, Scandinavian pattern ski masks, and Fair Isle, yeah, like Fair Isle, and like you know, and you don't even notice that until one of them takes his machine gun and fires it into the air. <laughs> Everybody, get down on the ground unless you want to be perforated like one of Ma's favorite cookies. Do you have any idea how expensive this skirt is and you want me to kneel? You're worried about your skirt. Yes, it's very he expensive. He shoots at you. Oh. oh God. <laughs> I mean, I kind of saw it coming. Uh, What's your AC? <laughs> Uh, so this is, I'm assuming you want to not get shot. I mean, that would be nice. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be pretty cool if I didn't, if I didn't get shot. In my list um, of things to do today, getting shot wasn't on. It. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I keep very strictly to my to-do list, and this was not on it. All right. So go ahead and face some danger when you are, are use your abilities to avoid an incoming hit, endure harm, resist a malign influence, or hold it together. Um, I'm going to say, uh, this is going to be, if you do not, if you do not hit, you are going to take, or if you don't dodge this, essentially, I'm you are going to take the shot uh, tag of perforated like mom's cookies. <laughs> uh, we'll go with perforated three. Ow. That ain't good. So, um, figure out what uh, tags you can use here. Um, I'm kind of thinking, give him the Gorgon glare. Okay. Um, and talk my way out of anything. Are you talking your way out? Of, how are you talking your way out of this? 
Uh, you don't the bullets spray towards you. I mean, like, I'm basically, like, try. No, okay, maybe, yeah, the bullets talking. Talking to the bullets. Telling him to, no. Yeah. Bad yeah. bullet. Bad I think, bullet. Yeah, I think you get down. You get down I now. I just, like, the Gorgon stare. Like, I'm just be like, you know, glasses Are you trying to, like, to freeze me? the bullets in midair? I think so, yeah. Okay. So roll, roll plus one, then, and tell me what you get. Okay. God, I don't want to get shot. But I mean, it's probably gonna happen. Got me in my big fucking mouth. Okay. <laughs> ah, that's a twelve. So okay. a thirteen, actually. No, that's oh, a twelve. Okay. okay. I thought you rolled two sixes. <laughs> no, I rolled. A, oh, oh, mwah, mwah. you babies, you're good, <laughs> little tiny babies. Okay. So, uh, you rolled a twelve plus, which means that you made a dynamite roll. Dynamite. Hey. Um, on. So, uh, you either reflect the status at your attacker or otherwise use it against them. You give your attacker an appropriate status of your choice with uh, the tier of um, basically equal to the damage you're going to inflict on them. I basically just want to bounce it right back at them. Okay. Um... Oh, uh, the other option is you bolster your defenses. You take an appropriate ongoing tier one status of your choice, to, uh, describing your improved defenses. But it sounds to me like you want to turn this motherfucker to stone. Or, um, shoot him. Like, the bullets bounce. It, it feels more like... Or, I mean, like... Because like, I, 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 I like the idea that basically... We we see like he he fires and and then we go into like bullet time mm-hmm. and then we watch as each bullet that's coming towards you turns to stone and basically walks its way back up to oh, him. Oh, okay, yeah, I like that better. Yeah, and then the, gu- cool. the gun the guns goes. Yeah, and it's just that like glasses down. Like, excuse me. And and, and uh. And the, the the shooter like looks down in horror as it crawls up his arms and and that's when from behind my radio table I go well that was subtle <laughs> and that's when one of the one of the gunmen one of the other gunmen turns sees what happens and goes holy shit they got sneezy. and that is where we'll take our break Uh, please come back to our next episode to see how the rifts handle uh, being attacked by the seven points gang hopefully they still have doc <laughs> so just uh from all of us here at Theater of the Mind Players, uh this is Rob Whelan saying, just repeat to yourself, it's only a game. I should really just relax. for tuning in to WMST. This is DJ Night Owl bringing you through the evening. The request lines are open, so send in those last-minute calls. 
just a few minutes ago, we had some music from Dark Fantasy Studios with backing by Free Sound. I'm going to play us all out here with Exandroid Spoolin'. Send out those calls into the night, little chickadees. Can we trust him? <laughs> I'm so sorry we're going to have to cut all this out. Um, 